Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, I'm here in the studio recording right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. All right. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to mix things up by giving you exactly what we have every single week. We're going to start off with a little bitchin'. Then we got Worst Things First, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week. And then, guess what? We are diving deep into our rat hotline. That's right. It's time to dip back into our voicemail and see what filth. You whinos who've been filling up the hotline with. And finally, we'll get to all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's start this show. All right, Barry, what do you got to bitch about this week? Because I know you got something in that puss face of yours. Wow. Okay. First gripe <laughs> is you calling me a puss face. That's going to be gripe number one. Why did we used to call? I feel like you've heard that term. Not Absolutely face, not. But like, I've not heard the term puss face before. No, can't say. This is the first. Like wipe that puss off your face? Don't even know if I'm familiar with that one. Maybe it's just my family. Wow, if it is, that's a weird family thing to say. I just Googled puss face. (laughs) Puss, meaning the face, first appeared as a slang term during the 1880s. This is a term. People say, like, wipe that puss off your face. So wipe your face off your face? That's what that means? It means face. According to this dictionary, people sometimes call... um, Okay, but does the phrase... I'm looking it up. Wipe that... (laughs) Puss. American English, the off. face. Okay, yeah, but then wipe that puss off your face doesn't make... 
The Sopranos. She smacked him in the puss. (laughs) Puss face. Pejorative term used to sum up a person's complete and total lack of spine. Weevil-like nature and her lemming brain idiocy. She smacked him in the puss. Shut your puss before I shut it for you. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, hold on. There's a Sopranos clip I'm going to play right now. Maybe it's like an Italian-American phrase because it was used once in The Sopranos. Yeah. All right. The great lexicography (laughs) of The Sopranos. Anyway, um, (laughs) what do you have to complain about? (laughs) Getting back to the topic. Well, before I get into this week's complaints, I do want to update everyone from uh, last episode. So first of all, Transition Glasses, here's where I'm at, was successfully able to exchange the lenses, get them swapped out. For some fresh, regular... gendered glasses. (laughs) Yes. So crisis averted. It was a very difficult two weeks for me and uh, Alex, honestly. It was was harder for him to be around me. Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I'm not going to kiss you outside of this house (laughs) because you're embarrassing to look at. Right. I did see them start to transition. And... And yeah, it was was like the beginning of a a werewolf transformation. (laughs) (laughs) I sought shelter as quickly as possible. I think the most upsetting part was when I would go outside and it was cloudy, uh-huh. and yet they would be transitioning. And I'm like, bitch, the sun's not even out. Right. What are you doing? Anyway, so crisis, I wouldn't say it was averted because I did experience it for two weeks, but it was shortened, and I'm going to have regular glasses very soon. Good. So that was an update there. I know people have really been curious about that journey. So there you go. There's that update. Other journey, what to do about this engagement ring. I have settled on wear it all the time until I die because otherwise I'm afraid I'm going to lose it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Unless Gollum comes and chops my finger off, I think it's just going to stay on there and uh, we'll see how that goes. But I did <laughs> – I went to the gym today and I did lift with my ring on, bro. And um, it definitely calloused more and it was not pleasant. So we'll see. Do you wear gloves? No, but I think that might help. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I feel like a tool when I wear gloves in the gym, which could be my gripe because I don't like being looked down upon. Right. Why are gloves such like a bro thing when I'm protecting my delicate hands? Right. When it actually was like originally a very femme thing, you know? Right. It's like I'm actually like preserving my ability to give a very smooth hand job. Exactly. And yet you look like a douche. Yeah. Which I accept. I don't really care. That's the thing. I don't care about looking like a douche for the people in my gym. Right. Because they all suck. But the people in my gym are like Ethan Hawke. Right, right, right. right. I also don't give a shit what Ethan Hawke thinks of me. So it actually doesn't really matter. That is uh, probably the most significant thing in my gym journey is really not caring what other people think of me at the gym. Hey, that's great. That's huge. But I never want to be obnoxious towards other people Mm -hmm. because it can go too far in that direction. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I think I've said before, my trainer has me do these crawls, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm. There are other are they people the, the here. Spider Man crawls or Basically, the bear crawls. What's the difference? Spider Man crawl is when you're like you're in push up position and you bring one leg to like. Oh no no no. Okay, no. that one's like truly crawling on the floor. The other one is bear crawl where you're on all fours, right? And you just like lift your knees, knees up. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the one I that. do. I fucking hate bear crawls. Yeah. Love bar crawls though. Okay. Well. <laughs> But my my other gripes are just that, like, listen, I love fall. I'm sure we touched on this in our last episode. But the weather has changed, and um, suddenly my hands are icicles, and also just, like, I bleed. Just, like, my skin just starts bleeding yeah. out of nowhere. Just fully cracked skin. 
cracked lips. And it's like every single time I get out of the shower, I now have to like drench myself in lotion in a way that is time consuming and makes me feel gross and I don't like it. Right. But if I don't do that, I spontaneously burst into blood. Right. Um, and that is something I uh, don't appreciate. And truly, I go to wash my face and it's like putting ice packs on my face. It's like it's shocking how cold my hands are all the time. Like two weeks ago, hands were a normal temperature. It dips below 70 and suddenly my hands just don't receive blood from the rest of my body. I'm going to search uh, cold hands on WebMD and tell you all of the ailments you probably have. Please do. <laughs> please. That's what I need right now. <laughs> what about you? What's getting you down this week? What's your gripe? I don't really know what my gripe is this week. Truffles-wise, um, <laughs> Truffles the dog, not the mushroom. Right, thank you. Some people have been confused. And by some people, we mean Leon, my dad. Uh-huh. She does, say it with me, eat her own poo. <laughs> and that I don't like at no, all no. whatsoever. I did take her to the vet, not specifically because of that, but I was like, yeah. I mean, she's mostly potty pad trained. Right. Um, I haven't quite transitioned to like, trying to get her only to go outside. Mm -hmm. Also, I know I need to like, I need to start. But basically having a dog in a big apartment building, which I knew this was the risk, but I'm going to have to like, every time I take her outside, it's like a journey. Yeah. You have to wait for the elevator for like 45 minutes. And the elevators in my building are always broken and I fucking hate it. I am seconds away from crafting a very nasty email and I'll do it. Yeah. They better lower those rents. I'm going to start collecting data because it's like this is the percentage of the year that the elevator has been broken and I would like my rent prorated. Yeah, because what else is your rent going towards? I have no idea. The social events that (laughs) they like to throw. My building believes that they can bribe us to not worry about the failing amenities of our building by distracting us with scavenger hunts for Halloween. (laughs) A costume contest. I don't give a fuck. I don't want... And the scavenger hunts are always like, whoever is the first to turn in these three photographs wins the fall-scented candle today. And the photographs that you have to get are like, take a selfie with a staff member. No. No. No, absolutely not. Oh, God. Yeah, not happening. No. Why don't you fix a fucking elevator? I'll take a (laughs) selfie with a fixed elevator. (laughs) So that is upsetting. And I'm just like, if it's not me who sends that email, who is going to? Right. I'll step up as the Karen of the building. Please run for, like, board president. I don't. I wish we had one. I don't think there's any type of, like, resident, like, body. Yeah, no, it's not a co-op. It's a management company. Right. But it is a tyranny and we have no choice because it's New York City. (laughs) (laughs) We have no rights. (laughs) Um, But back to truffles eating her own shit. Um, Oh, right, right, right. I I do just want to point out, like, yeah, you should start taking her outside more. But also, like, as she gets older, she's going to have to pee less, you know. So, like, I think it's okay to give yourself a little bit of time. And I say that as someone who finds it disgusting. Yeah. Just to wrap that up, because I have her potty pad like in a corner. Unfortunately, it is in the kitchen. Right. Where you (laughs) cook and eat your own food. I don't eat in the kitchen. Maybe that's why Truffles thinks she should be eating her own shit. She's like, look what I made. You always eat what you make. I would say I have the potty pad in the least obtrusive position. Yes for where I live my daily life. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that means from where I'm usually sitting watching television, I cannot directly see the potty pad. Right. So once I noticed, oh, I can't see her, 
she's either like under the couch or she's taking a shit. And by the time I stand up and come around the corner to look, it's gone. Oh, God. And it's like, was it ever there? <laughs> Unclear. But yeah, the I, when I took her to the vet, I was like, yeah, it's pretty gross. And they were like, yeah, that is disgusting. Your dog is abnormal. No. No. That's not what they said. <laughs> They were Don't like, lie. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it's like a normal puppy thing. Yeah. She should grow out of it. But I bought these things online that were like chews that are called like no chew poop. It's supposed to make their shit taste bad. Mm. Um, hasn't worked. <laughs> she'll gobble that chew up and then she'll also gobble her poop up. <laughs> so that is unfortunate. I really don't like it. Yeah. And we're working on it. I'm proud of you. And by that, I mean I am just have to hop up faster and <laughs> stop her before she gets to it. Which we know is a struggle for you. But, I mean, how great for her, though. Oh, yeah. It's just like you get twice the meal. Yeah. You want a little treat? Boom. There it is. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, churning it out. Yeah. It's really just like you get to enjoy your food twice the amount of times. Yeah. If she were a little kid, I bet she would have loved those little toys where it, like— dispenses mints from the butthole. Right. That would be really like her human equivalent excitement, you know? Yeah. I should get her something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, my gripe is my shit-eating dog. <laughs> <laughs> and we are working on it. Um, anyway, that is it for our gripes of the week. Next, let's get into our headlines. All right, worst things first. Let's chat about the stupidest, most ridiculous worst news of the week first. A court in the UK, only in the UK, isn't it? Find a 73-year-old vegan woman after she refused to deal with a mouse infestation because of her ethical beliefs. You better believe we're not going to be chanting Shiro here. No, kill those mice. Kill those <laughs> mice. We're, we are anti-rodent on this podcast. We absolutely are. I did, Oh, my God. Yesterday, I went out for dinner in the West Village, uh -huh. and I saw a rat run to go under one of the, like, outdoor dining things, but there was already a rat there, and then they started fighting, and then I just started screaming. I was like, I was like, oh, no, they're fighting. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was like, ah, what do we do? And um, wow, you know what a sound I never will be able to get out of my head ever again? Fighting rats. The sound of rats fighting. Yeah, really a horrible, horrible sound. Yeah, I was eating on the Lower East Side. Oh, it's been a while ago now, but it was outside on one of those sidewalk tables. And yeah, there were just rats running around our feet. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I don't know why this woman who uh, had them in her home right. would have wanted to keep them around. Yeah, not only was she not killing them, but she was, like, actively, like, giving them a, a beautiful home to live in. <laughs> <laughs> she was, unfortunately, being incredibly hospitable and kind <laughs> to these mice, which is, sure, for, you know, for your vegan beliefs. I mean, that is actually, like, I, I feel like it is an interesting ethical question. Sure. I think the answer is that she should actually eat the mice. Well, not actually at I mean, all. Well, if it's for <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it's for environmental reasons that she's vegan, yes, she should eat the mice. Because you don't have to farm them. They're already there. I guess so. I would say my assumption is that most people are vegan because they, like, don't want to kill a human thing. Or don't want to yeah. kill a living thing. Exactly. Yeah, plants have thoughts and feelings, too. They don't. They don't. Um, <laughs> but mice do. Yeah. And, yeah, basically the government is, like, forcing her to kill stuff or pay. Yeah. Which, like, seems fair. 
I feel it's like a violation of rights. Mm. I would say if I were a lawyer, I would I would argue on her behalf. Okay, and I would argue that mice are gross. This and is like it's when becoming the ACLU. an issue for other people <laughs> around her. But this is like when the ACLU is like, we don't want to, but we're gonna defend the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> the ACLU defends some like crazy shit. But it's in the interest of being like everybody deserves rights, even like horrible, horrible people. Yeah. Not people who want like uh, hundreds of mice around. Yeah. <laughs> They're, that's worse, actually, than the Taliban. Anyway, this woman whose name is Margaret Manzoni, whose full name I'm giving because what a great name. Margaret Manzoni, yeah. Margaret Manzoni, in it, <laughs> um, of Essex. She said she considered the mice her pets and, um, quote, said they would not go to her neighbors because she looked after them. So she was like, they're not going to fuck with you. They're my mice. Right. And then all of her neighbors were like, they're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret. I got mice in me bed. Ew. I got mice in me refrigerator. Oh, my God. Really? No, I don't know. I'm just making that up. But I do think, yeah, her neighbors were like, yeah, we're complaining because they're everywhere. They are a nuisance to us. Yeah. And they populate like crazy. So, like, the ones that you have been keeping, like, maybe they're not going over to your neighbors, but, like, certainly their babies are. Yeah. It also said, according to the council that find her, that um, she did address some concerns, but food and shelter continued to be provided by this woman for the mice, leading to an overpowering smell, which forced neighbors to move out. Oh, dear heavens. Yeah. That's the thing. You can take care of your mice, but, like... You smell like mice. Right, 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 right. And they poop a lot. That's what we never talk about with Cinderella. It's like, oh, she's beautiful. She has this dress. Uh, A bunch of rodents (laughs) dressed her, and then she rode in a hollowed-out vegetable. You know she is pulling up to that castle smelling like absolute ass. Oh, she's stanky. But I guess back then everybody smelled. Like Prince Charming, all he did was ride around on horseback and like... I don't know. That's like a Fuck manly a smell, men. though. Yeah. I mean, I would still do him. Yeah, absolutely. Not her, for sure. Not her. No. Um. Anyway, <laughs> she was fined 1,500 pounds. So well, I guess that's what it, being vegan costs you. Yeah. Next, Northeastern Law School in Boston issued an apology after accidentally sending acceptance emails to hundreds of applicants. Oh, April Fool's came late. Yeah, every time this happens, and it does seem like it happens at least once a year to some school, is a tragedy. Yeah. Because I remember, because I was a really piece of shit, I mean, still am, but my U.S. government teacher, she's the one who taught Kanye West. Uh. And um, during AP U.S. government, she asked all of us to go around and say, like, where we were going to college. And I was very proud that I was going to Northwestern. Mm -hmm. Not many people in our school were going to, like, an actual school. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there's no way of saying this. Real humble, real humble. There's no way of saying this that doesn't just sound like I'm an asshole. But you know what? We all know you're an asshole. I think at the time in high school, it was very important to me. Of course. uh, Because that was all I had going for me. (laughs) Uh, And there was another kid who was going to, like, Northwestern, like, strip mall school. Uh Uh-huh. But Miss Corbett thought he meant he was, she was like, oh, my God, that's impressive. Oh, no. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you took my shine away. <laughs> that was that. Um, 
but this is Northeastern Law School. Right. And they accidentally sent out an acceptance email to hundreds of applicants, including 200 current applicants and 4,000 former applicants. So people who had applied in past years who were like, oh, my God, they changed their mind. <laughs> wow. I feel like when that happens, you should get at least like one semester for fun. It's you know, psychological like for- torture. Oh, Yeah. I also, I mean, really, this just reminds me of one TikTok trend that I hate, and we can ring that bell because I'm going to say it, is that there is a genre of video that is people taking a video of themselves opening up their acceptance letters. Oh, no. I haven't gotten a single one of those. Usually, the ones that end up going viral are the ones where someone finds out that they didn't get into their dream school. And then they'll, like, sadly take off the sweatshirt that they're wearing. (laughs) It's just like, I, yeah. What is it doing for you to post that? I understand taking the video because you don't know maybe you are going to get in and then you'd want to post it. But then you post it and it's like... I guess then people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Nothing can prepare you on TikTok for the absolute emotional whiplash of tones of videos. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been duped so many times into thinking I'm watching a funny video, waiting for the punchline and realizing I'm actually watching the saddest shit I've ever <laughs> seen. Someone dealing with like, oh, my God, my brother just died. Like truly tragic shit that I am like. There's got to be a laugh in here somewhere. Somewhere. We got to find it. Nope. And then I'm just like horribly depressed. And then you swipe and it's like a dog scooting his asshole on the carpet. <laughs> oh, yay. That is not normal. No. <laughs> that is not. Our brains were not designed to be able to handle that. Mm-mm. And they don't. And they don't. Um, and finally, huge scandal. I cannot believe this has only just now graced the unhappy hour microphones. Oh, I know. It has been in my purview. I guess it is a week, but right. we are, of course, talking about Fat Bear Week. Yeah, baby. This is an annual competition. It is not innuendo. We're not referring to any cute, sexual, Mm-mm. gay man. No. no. We're talking about fat bears. Bears getting ready to hibernate, eating a shit ton of salmon, putting on those pounds so they can sleep in a cave all winter long. Exactly. This is an annual contest that takes place in Alaska, I believe. Mm -hmm. And basically it's like the Parks Department in Alaska who run this contest where people vote on their favorite giant fat bear. Yeah. I read a very long New York Times article about it and I enjoyed every single goddamn second. Oh, I need to read it. It's great. Um, But This year's competition was rocked by scandal (gasps) after organizers in Alaska uncovered voting irregularities that were meant to skew the results during the pivotal semifinal competition. Oh, my God. Was this Russian interference? Possibly. Alaska. They're right there. Yeah. I can see Russia from my house. Remember who said that? Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a new champion was crowned eventually uh, because organizers did manage to spot the spam voters. Okay, good. But um, I don't know if all of the contestants are just numbers. Yeah. Okay. And then some other people, like the people who participate will sometimes like name them. Right. But they're all numbered because they're all tagged bears. I see. That like the Parks Department keeps an eye on and, you know, monitors how they're doing. So basically the like favorite to win was 747, which mm-hmm. is, I think that's too too much of a coincidence. Right. Because that's what? That's a Boeing, right? That's a big ass airplane? I don't know the breeds of <laughs> airplane. I just know that. 
yeah, 747 is what's on the little card that I glance at. And when I tell the flight attendant, I'll save everybody's life. But I won't. Yeah. Even though tragically I found out that when you have a dog on a plane, you cannot sit in the emergency row. Right. Yeah. So I will never be able to fly with truffles and get extra leg room. Unless you fly first class. That's true. And then they're just like, fuck it. Your dog can be wherever it wants. Yeah, absolutely. That's how for, And you can also be wasted. Yeah. And get tucked in. I haven't flown first class in so long because I, I haven't been on a plane. I haven't flown first class since I think my dad and I did once when I was like maybe 12 years old going to Tucson, Arizona. And I was like, this is the best day of my goddamn life. Yeah. I haven't tasted that sweet, first sweet class. first class since. Yeah, no. I've only been no. either upgraded or it was when a job was paying for it. Right. Anyway, um, the enormous 747 withstood a challenge from <clears throat> a fat bear called 901, who is a young upstart female. Oh, Shiro. Uh, But they discovered that thousands of votes were spam votes. (gasps) And they said they were very easily detectable. uh, And so they managed to sort out the proper votes. Wow. This was like radical feminists who were trying to unseat 747. Yeah. But patriarchy lives. Exactly. Uh, Anyway, congratulations to 747, I guess, (laughs) and shout out to 901. This wasn't your year, but you will rise again. Yes, you will. Keep getting fatter, bitch. (laughs) And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we are diving deep into the rant hotline from your complaints. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. dive. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dana Carvey and David Spade here. You might know our podcast, Fly on the Wall, featuring guests from across the entertainment industry. We decided to do a spinoff called Superfly, and it's fun. It's just two of us riffing on current events, pop culture, catching up, impressions. Joe, Trump's trying to be a dictator. Yeah, she says, uh, you know, bump on the tater tots. Joe, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to and follow Superfly on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey friends, this is Jen Hatmaker, your happy host of the For the Love podcast. You may wonder how I got into this podcasting thing. Well, I'm a speaker and an author who has happened to write a few New York Times bestselling books that really resonated with a pretty large community of women. And I thought, how great would it be to drop into the ears of this growing community every week via the magic of podcasting? So that's what we did. And I'm delighted to say we've been able to spark a bit of delight and uncover some hope and talk with great people about the big and small things that we care about and that affect our lives on the daily. So I'm thrilled to invite you to join me every Wednesday for new episodes of the For the Love podcast, where you'll hear the most incredible conversations with some of the best people on this planet. We're going to bring you moments of connection and laughter and hot takes on the things we care about going on in the world. So listen to and follow For the Love with Jen Hatmaker 
a Four Eyes Media production presented by Odyssey. You can get it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, it's our favorite kind of episode, the episode where I don't have to do the complaining. I mean, I'm still going to yeah, do Yeah, I mean, we already have so much. But it's where we open up our rant hotline. We dig through our voicemail inbox to see what all of you listeners, you whinos, have been calling in and complaining about. And uh, it's a brave act. It's a brave act for you to call in and complain because you know that I'm most likely going to make fun of you. Yeah. But that is what this podcast is about. It's about coming together, complaining, and then dogging one another for being a stupid asshole. (laughs) I also just want to say, I don't know what the stars were doing, what the planets were doing on September 30th, but we had like an alarming number of calls that day. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? I don't know. I feel like people were tweeting about Mercury being in retrograde for like months. Yeah. So I think it's out of it now, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we're doing on September 30th, but I know a lot of you were calling in. So let's hear what you've got to bitch about. Hit it. Matt, Barry, hey, how you doing? Uh, I This is definitely a straight white guy thing to do, and it just pisses me off so bad, and I can't take it anymore, especially given today being Sunday football. Boo. It's just people screaming, let's go at the TV in public. <laughs> For football games, you don't need to scream, let's go! <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. Stop screaming, let's go. If I have to hear it one more time, I'm going to burn down this whole fucking building. <laughs> Please stop screaming it. Nobody likes it. I don't know where it came from, but let's go. Let's just kill that. Like, let's not. Let's just not. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's my rant. Hi, Patrick. Nice to meet you. Thanks for everything. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Patrick. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a thousand percent agree. Yeah. It is such a straight white guy thing to do. Absolutely. My exposure to it, of course, TikTok. I've seen this specifically in trick shot TikTok. Oh, wow. Do you know trick shots? Well, again, my five-year-old nephew, that's the other part of YouTube that he loves is trick shots. So very familiar with that, but only on YouTube. Which is essentially just TikToks being put on YouTube. Right. So, yeah, if you don't know, trick shot TikToks are where people, mostly like teenage white boys, Mm -hmm. are just like in the basement of the McMansion that they live in. And they will set up. It's usually like a red solo cup across the room and they have to throw like, you know, a ping pong ball that bounces off three different pots and pans and then bounces perfectly into a solo cup. Yeah. It's just shit like that. And whenever they make it, they start screaming, let's go. And it's so annoying. Yeah. It's also like you already went. It actually should be like, we went, not let's go. It already happened. You, It already occurred. But the other exposure we had to that I'm surprised you didn't immediately bring this up, is that you and I were recently at a party and we met a, a man from Long Island oh, yeah. who aggressively used that term. Yeah. And I believe he said it was part of his culture. <laughs> it is extremely Long Island culture. Oh, yeah. And then it just spread like a goddamn virus to the rest of America. And then, of course, that man said um, oh that my God. <laughs> he needed glasses, but he didn't want to get glasses because he didn't want to look like a pussy. And then he turned to me and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> It was incredible. You were triggered. 
And by the way, he came up to us oh, to give me a compliment. Yeah. And then I think he was like, no, we can't we can't let his ego get too no. big. Then he was like, all right, let's go. Right. Let's talk. And by let's talk, I mean he did all of the talking for a solid 20 minutes. It was fascinating. It was like watching an animal in a zoo. Yeah. It, it truly was an anthropological study. Yeah. But yeah, hearing men scream let's go, it's like a war cry. It's a hate crime. Yeah, it is. And it is triggering for me and I do get scared. It is a slur and I will take <laughs> offense to it. Um, yeah. If you hear let's go, it's like <sighs> – it's like standing up and saying, I have a bomb on an airplane. <laughs> that is the equivalent. <laughs> Who's the let's? Who's right. the us? Yeah. Like, they're doing all the work. The The players are doing all the work. You actually did nothing here, especially if you're watching on TV. Maybe if you're in the stadium, you can make an argument for the enthusiasm right, and motivates right. the players. But you're just in your kitchen. Yeah. Or, like, at a bar getting wasted. Yeah, yeah. Let's go home, What actually. should we scream instead? Great job. Uh, <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Actually, just silent thumbs up, I think, is probably... That's, yeah. That's the best version. Snaps. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Patrick. Love you. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Hi, Matt. Hi, Barry. I just can't fucking stand people that make Halloween their entire personality. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good if you want to decorate from October 1st to November 7th, but are you kidding me? Starting November 1st, being like, oh, 364 days left to Halloween. Black. I hate it. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Uh, first of all, homophobic. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not proud of it, but it <laughs> is like Halloween has become gay culture. Really? More than Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were serious or not. No. <laughs> I mean, Halloween, yeah, the gays have co-opted Halloween to be mm. like getting fisted night. Ah. Uh, right. It's just like, a little scary. I mean, you know, it goes back to mean girls and like this is an excuse. I mean, it's been this way for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You put a you know, like slut put on culture. a slutty costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And unfortunately, well, depends on who you ask, gay culture is slut culture. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't like when anybody is really into like Halloween makeup. I think that's disgusting. Yeah, it's like, when it's like actually scary Halloween stuff, I'm like, you need to sit down. I get watching scary movies, but like if you actually want to scare other people on Halloween, you're fucked up. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to go to a party where someone has like violent, bloody makeup no. on <laughs> and then I have to like just look at it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the scene from House of Dragon where he takes off his mask and it's like, we're eating. Like, put it back on. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Also, I'm sure I've said this in past episodes around Halloween. I grew up with like a phobia of that smell of makeup, of like stagey makeup Mm -hmm. that is basically just waxy, chalky, disgusting. Probably it's just like the cheap makeup Mm -hmm. um, that is just pure like carcinogens. It's just lead. (laughs) But I hated the smell of it so much that I would like gag horrifically (laughs) when my mom put it on me. To the point where all of my makeup would have streaks of tears in it. Yeah. I also feel like there's a really, like, the Venn diagram of Disney adults and Halloween definitely overlaps with, like, gothic Disney adults. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that is where it's, like, the entire personality. We've talked about it before on the pod, but it just feels relevant. And that is, like, keep it inside. Right. Keep it inside. Um, I forget. Because I live in New York City, I forget how insane 
suburban decorating house culture is. Oh, yeah. I'm only reminded of it when we get to, like, Christmas time and there are all these TV shows about people who, like, uh, people who are mentally ill, I'm saying, (laughs) (laughs) who are like, I'm going to start decorating my house for Christmas in June because that's how long it's going to take me to put up my decorations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like you should just move to Santa Claus, Indiana and just, like, stay there. Absolutely not. That's a real place. I know. Okay. Yeah, it's the people who are like, uh, yeah, our electric bill is $2,000 a month because that's what it takes in order to give our town the joy of seeing our house lit up like a bonfire. (laughs) And um, it's not that great. No. Most often it looks like absolute shit. Almost always. There's also now an entire culture, and when I say entire culture, I mean my five-year-old nephew is obsessed with YouTube videos that are just people decorating their houses for Halloween. (laughs) He is obsessed with them. I am willing to bet that, like, 80% of the minutes watched on YouTube are just five-year-olds who don't know what they're looking for. (laughs) And it's just accidentally landing on a video and deciding to leave it on. Yeah. Yeah, did you have... People in your neighborhood who would, like, turn the garage into a haunted house? Mm, I don't think quite like that. We definitely, like, in school sometimes would have, like, one of the rooms turned into a haunted house and you, like, stick your hands in and it's brains, but it's actually spaghetti. Did my asthma always uh, kick in because of the smoke machines? Yes. Did I gag because my imagination is too vivid and when I was touching the grapes, I really thought that I was touching eyeballs and I started crying? Yes. So was Halloween good for me? No. No. But I do like the slutty kind, and I do like the ironic costume kind. But it's only my personality from September to October. Yeah, as it should be. hmm Next! Hi, this is Erica. You know me well. I was just texting you, Matthew. Uh, and it started as a joke, but you know what? How dare you not be caught up on Real Hot Friends of Beverly Hills? Oh, yeah. I need someone to talk about it with, and it needs to be you. Or literally anyone else, that's fine. But right now it's you. <laughs> Get caught up. Do your homework. Stop procrastinating. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. J'adore the fact that the rent hotline is being used by actual friends to guilt trip Shame you. Shame me yeah. in, into finishing shows that I've said I've watched. What Erica is getting at is a problem that I have, and that is I am incapable of watching a television show week to week. My brain can only handle a binge watch. Mm. So whenever I catch up on a show that is currently airing, it's like I am incapable of actually keeping up with it week to week. Right. And the thing about The Real Housewives, too, is that it is like 50% of the joy of it is watching it happen in real time. Right. And then like watching the housewives fall out on social media and like all of what people are saying in the commentary. Yeah. I should be screaming, let's go at the TV. (laughs) When Lisa Rinna gets dunked on by Kathy Hilton. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. When Kathy Hilton says you are uh, the most abusive person in Hollywood oh. to Lisa Rinna or whatever she said. It's something like that. You are the most hated person in Hollywood, I think. I don't know any of the names you just said. Kathy Hilton of. Paris's. Paris's Re- mom. Mom. Oh, wow. Paris and Nikki. Anyway, I will take Erica's voicemail to heart and catch up on the shows because ultimately the point of watching pop culture and engaging with it is to be a member of society and to be able to talk about it with people. Yeah. And I should be doing that. Yeah. So this was a learning lesson. (laughs) 
a learning lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Hi, Matt and Barry. I am currently trying to drive around the city of Chicago while there is a marathon going on. Um, and Ooh. I would like to vent about the fact that they exist. Mm-hmm. I think everyone who's running this marathon, everyone who participates in marathons in general, um, are just bad people. Amen. Uh, they have shut down the entire city so that they can go on a job together. I can't, <laughs> I have to cancel my plan so that you guys can just collectively go on your little jog. I've actually not been this filled with this much rage in years. Uh, anyway, that's all I had to say. Uh, thank you. Bye. I don't think in the six years we've been doing this podcast that we've truly talked about marathons ever. Yeah, no. And now, to be fair, I don't remember what we talked about last week. So no. we very well could have. But I, yeah, marathons, what a horrible thing that we as a society decided is just normal. Yeah. My least favorite thing, I mean, besides the fact that, yeah, it is an incredible inconvenience to everybody else when they're just doing this in the middle of a major city. Yeah. It's like, why don't they just run laps? (laughs) You know, why do you have to run through the city? Right. Run laps around a college football stadium. Yeah, like a normal eighth grader. Exactly. And if anything, just do it in like a field. Yeah. Like, do it in the wilderness. Make it a corn maze, you know? Do a marathon in a maze. That sounds cool. And, like, more out of the way. Is that the thing? Like, at least do it in the city so that when they start dropping down, they're, like, visible? Maybe. I don't think that's why. Um, My other thing about marathons is, like, what an insane practice where it's just normal for people to, like, shit themselves. Absolutely. Like, your body, you're pushing your body so far that your, like, basic functions just start shutting down. Yeah, like, oh, it's not okay for me to, like, pee in between two cars when I'm really drunk at night, but it's okay for this random person to pee because they're running and yeah. they paid to be there. Like, that's not fair. And then the people will post videos that are like, oh, look at this inspirational video of a woman whose legs stopped working at the 26th mile marker. Uh, and people carried her across the finish line. It's like she should be in a hospital. She should not have done that. And they should not have carried her across the finish line. They should have carried her to the emergency room. Also, I'm sorry, but like people who like break records to go like do marathons super, super fast and they do it in like under an hour or some shit. I'm like, we don't need to go that fast. We have cars. I just never care to know ever again in my life how quickly I can run the mile. No. Because it's definitely not under 10 minutes. Oh, absolutely not. And probably not under 15. Eh, I think I'm probably around there. Well, if I ran, but I'm never, I'm not I mean, going to run. I can walk a mile in 15 minutes. That is insane that I can like walk a mile in like 15, 16 minutes, but I can't run a mile, period. No, because my heart will give out. Yeah, and it sucks. It's not fun. Don't give me that runner's high shit. I can just smoke weed, bitch. Yeah. Have a little fun. Also, most people don't look hot when they're running. Yeah, especially not a marathon. No. And when people go and, like, cheer people on and it's like, okay, chances are you know one person running that marathon and you're just going to stand there. It's not entertaining. You're just watching people look fucking miserable. Right. For, like, hours to then see, like, your one friend and, like, not even be able to, like, say hi. Yeah. Bad all around. And then to hand them like a cone of water? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, hard agree. Thank you for calling in. Next! Hi, Matt and Barry. This is Danny, longtime listener, first-time caller, you know, all Hi, that. Danny. Um, I actually was just listening to the show, and 
I'm a little upset how quickly we actually glossed over how long time is when you're doing cardio. Um, I go to the gym in the mornings, which I already hear both of you rolling your eyes at the humble brag. But anyways, um, I don't like getting out of bed in the morning. And when I do, when I'm laying in bed, it feels like time goes by. Like I snap my fingers and it's been 20 minutes. And I'm like, how did this happen? How did I wake up at 7 and now it's 7.45? And then I'll do cardio sometimes. And every minute is like four hours. Mm. And I just think time should be banished. Um, and another rant, um, I have this sweater drawer of just old sweaters um and i decided to reorganize it and for some reason i decided to do the old con marie way that we were all obsessed with two years ago and i'm both upset that a it works and my sweaters look better than ever and b i can't take any sweaters out of this drawer without all the sweaters getting messed up yeah and i'm just mad about that because now i can never wear any of these sweaters ever again okay bye Okay, so we got two we need to break down here. And also just want to say, hi, Danny, I love you. Danny and I have been friends since, like, eighth grade. Yeah, uh-huh. I, and I just met him, like, last week for the first time. Okay, <laughs> not true. <laughs> um, I do appreciate that both Danny and Erica are just using the uh, hotline to communicate with us. Yeah, when also our group chat is the most active group chat I have. Yeah. So. Um, okay, one at a time here. Yeah, very appropriate given our last caller that, yeah. Um, yeah, cardio takes fucking forever, which is why, say it with me, I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's very upsetting yeah. how long it takes. I've tried even, like, when I'm on the treadmill, which I don't really do anymore, going on TikTok, because I'm like, time goes by so quickly yeah, when I'm right, on TikTok. Right. But yeah, it just slows it down. I think that, like, as you were saying earlier... You're going on TikTok. One video is you're crying. The next you're laughing. That changes your heart rate enough that it should just count as cardio. So I think that's fine. It really um, is upsetting. And I agree that time should be banished. That's why we should not be running ever. No, no. Or doing. Especially not faster, not more in less time. Just less and less time. Yeah, we did establish with my trainer this week that I have no endurance. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, yeah, you have, like, the strength because I've been improving, like, we'll go up in weights. But, like, I need, like, a 10-minute break in between. Mm. Which ultimately means I should not be going up in weights. Uh, (laughs) But I'm like, yeah, no. The point is I don't ever want to raise my heart rate. Yeah. Ever. I just want to lift a heavy thing, put it down, and then take a break. Right, because what if it goes so fast that then you die? Yeah. That could happen. Yeah, it's called a fucking heart attack. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then as far as the sweaters go, here's what I'll say. If an organizational method makes it so that it is actually you can't get things out. It's bad. It's a bad organizational method. I don't Um, care if it looks nice. I feel like people forget, like, how much... Shit, Marie Kondo is truly peddling. And I actually like Marie Kondo, but um, it was not just like, oh, throw away what doesn't give you joy. Yeah. She was like, here is the correct way to fold a T-shirt. Right. I think she uses like the roll-up method for a lot right, of shit. Right, Because like, A, you fit more stuff into your shit. Mm-hmm. And then B, you can see everything. Instead of stacking it where you don't know right. what's at the bottom, everything is getting like an equal view yeah. of you when you open up the drawer. Right. That being said, yeah, if you're cramming it all into one drawer, the second you take one thing out, it's like jack in the box. Oh, absolutely. It is going to spring everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's no good. No. 
Honestly, this is a true thought that I had. The most helpful thing that I learned this year is that I can just close the closet door. Wow. I don't have to leave it open so I see every... I can just push it all in and close it. Mm. Huge discovery that wow, I made. Wow, 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 Okay. We let Danny get away with a double. Yeah. And we won't let it happen again. Next. Hi, Matt and Barry. My name is Michael, and I have to get something off my chest. I cannot stand it when people back into parking spaces. Mm. Like, are you trying to have, like, a quick getaway from what? <laughs> the fact that you've never pleasured your partner? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Just pull into the fucking parking spot like a normal human being and back out when you need to leave. Like, it's not that fucking difficult. Also, the most annoying sound in the world is the sound of children laughing and no one will not be taking questions. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye. Wow. Hot take there at the end. Beautiful energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I would agree with that. Absolutely. Children laughing is Oh, bad. no, not that part. The That part I, I enjoy. I very much love the sound, but... Sure, it can be grating. Yeah, often it is. Okay. And it's probably not grating, too, because you have the laugh of a child. Oh, so kind of you. I mean, one time I was in an office and I laughed and someone turned around asking if there was a puppy, not to make fun of me, but in a, like, they genuinely thought there was a puppy in the office. But it was just my joy. I do recall, I believe in our pilot episode of this show, that you said that you laugh like a dolphin. Yeah. And that was your defining trait. So much so that my mom referred to you as dolphin girl. Well, for, that's like, upsetting. That's deeply upsetting. <laughs> if anything, call me horse girl. <laughs> well, yeah, that's before we knew how sad you were. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I will never pull in backwards anywhere. No. Even during sexual relations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just feel... I'll stay still. Okay. <laughs> Someone else can pull in. Okay. The only time that I have appeared to park backwards is when you pull into a spot and then the spot, like, right... In front, in front of, of you, it is, yeah. So you can pull through. Yeah, absolutely. That's but the then, only time. Even then, I'm so afraid that someone else is just going to come peeling in right. and smash my front. Right. I think the other thing, it's like the pride. Like when you're sitting in the car with a driver who is about to pull this maneuver, they didn't say this, but like with their eyes, you can tell they're like, watch this. Yeah. And then it's like, cool, you went into reverse. Also, right. now with cars and they have the cameras and stuff, it's like even less impressive. It's like. Okay, so you have a camera. You can see out without even looking backwards. And congratulations, once again, you reversed. Like, not a big deal. Yeah, it's like, no matter what, at one point drive forward and at one point drive backwards. Right. Like, it's whether you do it at the beginning or the end. Uh-huh. And it's like, unless you're like Harry Styles doing donuts and Don't Worry Darling, like, it's not impressive. Yeah. What was up with that? <laughs> Why? Why was that a scene? <laughs> Every time I remember something else from Don't Worry Darling, I'm just like, why did they do that? <laughs> and why did they keep it in? <laughs> there were so many plot points they could have kept in if they had just cut out that 10-minute scene of doing donuts in the fucking random nighttime when they were wasted. Doing donuts, the dancing, the airplane. <laughs> There's so much of that movie that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for calling in, Michael. Okay, next. Hi, my name is Jenna, and I was flying, and I was at Denver International Airport, and a man walked by very slowly with, I'm not kidding, a giant Bluetooth speaker, and he was playing Smash Mouth All-Star. Yes. 
out loud. And I could not believe my fucking eyes or ears. It was insane. (laughs) I don't know who he was doing that for. Me. I don't know why he was doing it. For sex. And I know I probably should have told him to stop, but then I don't want to be that airport person. No, that's a terrorist. And then today I was at Whole Foods and this woman kept appearing behind me and she was listening to a podcast without earphones. It was <laughs> truly so loud. And I'm tired. I get bothered all day long. And I don't want to hear people's stupid podcasts or shitty music. And I don't want to hear All Star in an airport (laughs) i don't understand what's going on i don't know why people can't just use earplugs i'm over it thank you for listening (laughs) yeah it is shocking the amount this happens in public oh yeah it is unacceptable behavior yeah that being said the denver airport is cursed well absolutely well-known fact Legend is that it is the home base of the Illuminati. There we go. You did not know about that. But I do know that one time I was at the Denver airport and they, quote unquote, delayed my flight until the next day. And I was like, cool, that means you canceled it. But um, that's the kind of cursing I've had there. The Denver airport is home to a bunch of wild conspiracy theories, including that the airport was built by the New World Order that the airport contains the Illuminati headquarters, that the artwork contains clues to the apocalypse, and that lizard people have... There are underground tunnels that will house the world's elite when it comes to an end. Oh, great. So what you saw, someone (laughs) playing Smash Mouth, is just a manifestation of whatever lizard people shit is happening in the basement (laughs) of Denver Airport. So that you can explain... But the woman playing the podcast out loud at the grocery store is unacceptable. And yeah, there's no like that is to me when society breaks down is because there is no way to deal with that. That person is just doing whatever they want. And that's when you realize like, oh, nothing matters. No. Yeah. There is no consequences. Especially there is no heaven. There is no. (laughs) Of all places, it feels like an airport should be the place that like would shut that shit down. Right. You know, it's like this is a liminal space where we had to go through security. Like you shouldn't be able to do whatever the fuck you want in there. Yeah, because in a certain light, Smash Mouth is a threat. Yeah. So I'm so sorry that you were attacked like this. Yeah. It should not have happened. No. And playing a podcast out loud is next level terrorist shit. Yeah. Well, music is one thing. At least there's a rhythm and I feel like it's easier to tune it out. But for me, where I'm like constantly listening to other people's conversations, someone's playing a podcast there. It's like that. Oh, God, it just clashes with everything. Yeah. There is no way to escape it. That being said, you all should listen on happy hour without headphones on to spread the good word. Yeah. I do recall someone's rant hotline one time being like, I want to listen to your podcast out loud, but my significant other yeah. complains. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Break up with him. Um, yeah. And they, I will say, like, I have living in New York now for almost a decade. I've grown accustomed to people singing out loud. I understand it because they don't have a car necessarily to belt in. And I'm like, OK, like, I'll give you that. Right. But there's always headphones. Yeah. You can listen in a headphone. Right. And finally, we got one last call in. Okay, this is for Barry only. Oh, okay. Barry, you Stop stupid it. bitch. I just listened to the most recent episode on fall and had to pause it to come leave this rant 
because you announced your engagement, and I had a very real visceral reaction that led me to cry alone in my car. Oh, my God. I've never even met you. No. I don't know you, but I, you just made me cry, and I think it's because I like you, but that makes me angry, so <laughs> congratulations, but also fuck you, and that's it. Goodbye. Oh my God. I'm going to play this at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, when this started, I was like, wait, do you know this person? No. No. No, I don't. Just a dedicated listener who's more invested in your love life than they are in me. Wow. Everyone who felt a certain way about me getting engaged, you say, you send those single boys over to Matt. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This right. Is, this is <laughs> put that energy to good use. If you were moved by Barry's engagement announcement, then move those digits into my inbox. Wow. Just like my mom when she texted me about some guy oh in Chicago who's like a friend of the family's friend who was like a 25-year-old. Uh-huh. And she sent me a text with his picture that said, here he is, he's funny, and he lives in Chicago, but he's willing to move. Right. Like, not because he has, like, a job opportunity in New York, but, like... He has nothing going for him. Right, and he would just move to be with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. Was it last episode that you said you were engaged? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right after we were talking about truffles pissing and shitting. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I talked about it again today. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it is, like, one of those things where, like, I knew it was coming for so long. Yeah, I knew it was coming for so long. Right, that, like, when it happened, it felt anticlimactic oh cool thank you so much it's so sweet of you (laughs) just because it was like anticlimactic is not a bad thing (laughs) it's not no i know it could still be lovely but i was like i knew this was coming right yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. it was like cool (laughs) right i think we have this culture of around engagements where it's supposed to be this massive surprise Uh and the woman like falls to her knees and like crumples which i guess you did yeah, I mean, I cried a lot. Right, right, right. Right. Um, but yeah, also like NBD. <laughs> but the way that, yeah, the way that we kind of just casually dropped that information to yeah. the listener, <laughs> even though it was devastating news for the people who are in love with you. Right. There but, are so many. Which, like, there is still time to derail your relationship. That's what I say constantly to Alex. Yeah, and let's that's why the it. transition glasses were, really came at a difficult time. It's like, we got through that. We can get through anything. Yeah. It's like you wear transition lenses. You're an easy target for people who want to steal you away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because your standards are low. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for that very sweet voice message. I loved it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think um, our listeners will ever hear me announce my engagement on this podcast, but that's fine. (laughs) Hey, you never know. Sure, sure. But if you, like, elope next week. Possibly. It could happen. Probably not, though. Yeah, I would probably advise against it. Yeah, considering I did give my number to someone on Tinder and they have not texted. And it's been several hours. Boo. (sighs) (laughs) Uh... Anyway, that is it for this week's Rant Hotline. Thank you for calling in. As always, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can call in at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And thank you to everybody who has called in so far and to all of you whinos who got all of that off your chest. Doesn't it feel good? I bet it doesn't. 
So keep calling. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that help all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Barry, what do we highlight in this week slash month? Well, we're continuing our month-long focus on mental health resources. Uh, We're talking Trevor Project. We're talking Megan Thee Stallion's Bad Bitches Have Bad Days 2 resource page. We're talking love. Loveland Foundation and Therapy for Latinx. You can find links to all of those places in our show notes and on our Instagram. So check them out. Keep your mental health in check. Yeah. And just a shout out, Bad Bitches Have Bad Days too is this website that Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. The Megan the Stallion. Yes. It is an amazing website. It's and it has truly incredible. All of these resources, mental health resources. Uh, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And the fact that Megan the Stallion made it is Incredible. I just I'm assuming it was her on Squarespace. Yeah. Personally building it. Mm-hmm. Um so go check that out. And all of our Do Better White people are available at the link in our Instagram bio. Uh okay, let's get into the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what have you been watching? I've continued to watch The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Yeah. And I love it so much. And also I just want to have a huge shout out because by the time this episode comes out, the finale will have aired. Right. And so will the official Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power podcast, which Pineapple produced with Wondery. Uh, it's hosted by Felicia Day, and it's uh, every episode is out now. I love that show. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about the podcast. What is it? A behind the scenes podcast? A like recap podcast? It's a little bit of all of it. Uh, but yeah, it's basically like Felicia's recaps and thoughts on the episode. And then we have cast and crew on, including the first showrunner interview since the finale aired. So Ooh. you get some real exclusive shit in there. And also just want to extra, extra shout out Melissa producer of this podcast who worked really hard on that podcast as well um it was very exciting we've had to keep it secret for a very long time and i'm so happy it's out right um and other than that also rami is back season three we've been watching it slowly but surely and i really love this season so far it's been a while since season two was out so i've missed it and i'm really glad it's back and this season's been like super funny and good so i need to watch it yeah What about you? What are you watching this week? I have still been watching Great British Bake Off, which is getting more and more crazy as the weeks go on. Crazy in a good way or crazy in a questionable way? It depends. (laughs) Because a couple weeks ago they had Bread Week and they had this challenge. The like showstopper challenge was this, I think, Swedish delicacy. I don't know what to call it. It's like a Swedish type of food that is basically a savory bread cake. Okay. So imagine a cake, but instead of cake, it is bread. Okay. And then instead of frosting, it's like wasabi. No, thanks. And then like, you know, they'll sprinkle like ancho, whatever. I mean, it was like the flavor should go together, but it was like one of them made like, it was like coated in mashed potatoes and had like meatballs in the center. I mean, some of it sounded good. that I could fuck with. I watched it stoned out of my mind and I was like, (laughs) there is, this is too chaotic for me to comprehend. (laughs) I this should be exactly what I want to watch right now, but I am 
flabbergasted <laughs> by whatever monstrosities these people are creating. Yeah. Honestly, need to rewatch that episode. But we then should, the following we week, they did Mexican Week. That's not going to be good. Literally opened it with the two presenters, Matt and Noel, in sombreros and ponchos. No, 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 no. And then the entire technical challenge, they had to make tacos and they kept tacos. <laughs> tacos. I can't say it without sounding Midwestern. <laughs> um, tacos. That's how it is. Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> uh, and they kept saying Pico de Gallo. No. <laughs> Pico de Gallo. Oh, that's another show that's back. Is uh, Los Spookies. Los Spookies is back. And I'm so fucking happy. It's so good. I love this season. Well, that is a better representation. Absolutely. Of, yeah. There's a whole thing about Double L, uh, which is what the Pico de Gallo is what reminded me of that. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole thing about it in season three, and I'm loving it. There was also one woman who peeled an avocado with a knife, like peeled no, it off. No, honey, no. And I was like... Somebody stop her. I understand. Okay, you grew up in the UK. You don't know how to pronounce pico de gallo. Sure. Surely you've encountered an avocado before. Yeah. I mean, right? I guess I hadn't until like college years. Okay. But still. But also, I feel like the second you try to peel it, you'd be like, no, this isn't working. There yeah, must be another way. A different way. <laughs> and then you think an orange or something. Well, I guess you peel oranges. I don't, it's just but shocking to me that thing. someone would be on like a food competition show yeah. and not understand how to like. Sure, maybe the layman. Right. But like you're on a show ostensibly because you have put a lot of time into the kitchen. Right. I don't know. It I was sh- know. a shocking episode. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's basically what I've been watching. Lovely. What is your non-TV chaser? I got two. One is that you and I became season pass holders at Alamo Draft House. Yeah. And that makes me happy because now I'm just, I feel like I'm seeing free movies all the time. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. The only drawback is that it's Alamo Draft House and we don't get the Nicole Kidman AMC ad. Right. And that is upsetting. Yeah. But... I still am very happy about it. So I've been seeing a lot of movies, and that's very fun. And then also dumplings. I just, I love dumplings. And really, truly, like, when I'm having a bad day, if it's gloomy outside, but also if I'm having a good day like I did today, you know what's always going to make it better? Dumps. Dumplings. Just yeah. a couple of dumps. Soupy Fucking dumps. love them. Soupy dumps especially. But I was eating quickly on the go, so I decided to not go for soup dumplings. But right. I do love those. Um, and so just huge shout out to dumplings. Love them. What about you? Mine is actually similar in that it is microwavable bacon. Oh, <laughs> no. That's the way that the goulets do it. And I don't like it. The goulets are my partner's family. Oh, I thought that was like a slur. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, uh, what group are you referring to as the goulets? My future in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, oh, my God, is that like a subset of some culture that I'm unaware of? Yeah, New England. Um, Mass holes. What is wrong with that? It's just not as good as on the pan or in the oven. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's like different. It's like not crispy in the same way. It's like drier. I don't really like crispy bacon. Okay, well, fuck you. I like chewy bacon. All right, sorry. This is Chasers. I shouldn't be yelling at you. It's fine if that's how you feel. I mean, it is. Um, How you like that for me pushing back, bitch? No, I don't. (laughs) I just, like, always thought of bacon as something that, like, required you have to buy, like, raw meat and then, like, put it in a pan or put it in the oven. And, like... Is this bacon specifically to be microwaved? Is it not raw when you get it? 
No, it's like fully cooked bacon that you put. Usually it's like frozen, right? And you get oh. it and it's already fully cooked. And then you put it in the microwave to essentially reheat it. Whoa. I can't believe I'm just introducing this product. I've here. never heard of that. No, the goulets literally just take raw bacon and then put it in the microwave. Oh, no. I don't think that's how it should be No, it's all. it's fucked up. I mean, you can do it, but it's fucked up. They're, they have like a special plate for it that like holds it up that looks like a little like. No. Yeah. I mean, the latest brand, I don't even know the name of the brand, but this one is like it comes in individual packets of like four slices and mm-hmm. you just take the plastic packet out, put the whole packet in mm. and it balloons up. Wow. It is probably a lot of waste. Yeah. Um, but then you get these delicious slices. It's just like, yeah, I always assumed making bacon was like a production. And I'm like, no. oh, my God, I can throw this in the microwave and have delicious bacon. And I'm my mouth is watering just thinking about <laughs> it. And I had it today well, already. for you. It's so That's good. Great. I love bacon. Yeah, it's great. So I will be eating more microwave bacon, and it probably is bad for me. Uh, <laughs> that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai. Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkleberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Oh, bye-bye. What is that? <laughs> no idea. That's it.